I believe we're on. Are those cases full? No, unfortunately. I don't think they put full cases of line and kugels in front of your piano would be a mistake. Oh, we're on. Well, the uh, million dollar winning uh, uh, Powerball ticket sold in Eau Claire, you know, it went unclaimed, so it lapses. It doesn't exist anymore. But uh, what, wait a minute, what is this here? 829, 41, 51, 58. Powerball of five, power play number two. Well, what do you know? Live from the State Theater in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from Wisconsin Public Radio and PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tuline on the piano, Jeff Hammond on bass, Mitch Shiner on drums, and I'm Stephanie Lee. In this hour of What Do You Know, it's all the Chippewa Valley news that isn't. Plus, the joints Bill Nolte and an alpaca freeing round of the What Do You Know quiz. Support for What Do You Know is provided by PRI affiliate stations and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And now, the man who fronts a bony there like Klesmer band, Michael Feldman. Oh boy, he can play those drums. What got into Shiner? What got into you, Shiner? What was that? Wow, <laughs> pretty good. That's Mitch Shiner. Um, actually, they did trace back the uh, winning ticket that wasn't reclaimed. It was sold to a Ted Cruz. <laughs> Just the way things are going for Ted. <laughs> Should have looked at it. Hello, Eau Claire, Augusta, <laughs> Fall Creek, Altoona, Pleasant Valley, Brunswick. Dramon, Drebin, well, there's no such place. Uh, Bridge Creek, Clear Creek, all the creeks, Otter Creek. All the creeks, all the bridges, and Seymour, ladies and gentlemen. And Cleghorn. I meant to say Cleghorn. Are you here from Cleghorn? Huh? Nearby? There's something nearby Cleghorn? I'm amazed. <laughs> I didn't realize that. And of course, Chippewa Falls and Bloomer. <laughs> Is that for Bloomer or Chippewa Falls? <laughs> you mean no one? No one here from Bloomer? <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. I'm trying to pander to every town and village in, in the proximity, near proximity. Uh, let's see, Gadot, Stanley, uh, New Perry, uh, New Auburn. But I'll tell you, you come here and I don't know people. I don't think the word is out on Eau Claire, you know. But this is like coming to Shangri-La when you come here. It really is. It's like Eau Claire. Eau Claire shouldn't be, but it is. You know. Uh, it's like your plane going down in the Himalayas and trudging through the snow until you're saved by ageless monks who look like Bill Nolte. <laughs> it's a lot easier than having to do that. You know, you just drive here, pretty good. Road's pretty good, not so bad. You know, the very planets align with uh, Eau Claire, and they, right in Phoenix Park, you can see it happening. 
Whereas the only planet that aligns with Madison is of the apes. <laughs> I mean, I love, I used to love Madison, but you know, these apes riding around and striking people with their trudgeons. Uh, this is much nicer. Now, where else could a French trance band appear in the woods out of nowhere? <laughs> or uh, could you see a shape that kisses the lips of God? Only in, in Eau Claire. And the arts. More than you can fit in an old movie theater. There's so, many, so much arts here of various types. It, it's going to take $45 million just to house it. <laughs> That's a lot of arts. It overflowed. It's, it's a beautiful old theater, but... You know, although many of us thought that the Confluence Center for the Arts was the joint. <laughs> and the beers will be a lot cheaper, let's face it, but they're short. What is it with those short beers? Who has those glasses anymore? Anyway. <laughs> you know, you might, I don't know, if, if this doesn't work out, you might want to think about an aquarium. A lot of places are doing aquariums now, or IMAXs, something like that. But I think aquarium is a good idea. You could just, you know flow the river into somebody's basement. <laughs> if you tuck point all that, you can get it right up to the second, third floor, and you got an aquarium. <laughs> all right. On the, on the other hand, if you had a million dollars, let's say if you'd saved your winning uh, Powerball ticket, you had a million dollars, this new thing could be the Michael Feldman Confluence Center for the Arts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that would bring me back. That would bring me back. Playing tonight at the Feldman. Okay, I didn't like the sound of that either, actually. It sounds sort of weird. I'm just putting that out there, though. But I get it, though. Put, uh, build it and they will come. That's, you know, and you, I, if you build it at like, an art center of that quality and magnitude, they'll be coming out of the woods. You know, all the singers and lute players, the painters, the three dimensional guys, the Morris dancers, the human torches, all the arts will be coming out of the woods and, and, and focusing here. And uh, it's amazing. Plus, it sucks in the millennials. <laughs> really, I read about it. Uh, someone in the county there said uh, it, the millennials will come if you build this sort of thing. Because, uh, it was Eclair's, Eau Claire's, uh, <laughs> the county, out in the county there, Catherine Schaff said, many of the millennial group, instead of finding a job, and then traveling to that job, they choose a place to live and then they find a job when they get there. Is that true? I had no idea about that millennial group. It really takes the whole construct of economic development and how we look at building community and flips it on its head a little bit. You can't really flip something on its head a little bit, frankly. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. So that's you know, building this thing and it will, people will come for it and they'll, hopefully they'll find a job. So. For millennials, it takes more than just a Starbucks on every corner and maybe, you know, and a spinning place to spin in the Starbucks. You need more than that. Well, in all the news that isn't, uh, from all the places mentioned above, uh, the Chippewa Falls uh, Police Department says the 2014 Suburban they seized in an online sex sting is working out just great as a chief squad car. <laughs> and yes, there's some personal use there, too. It's a suburban, and it hauls a lot. It already had a siren and radio. They just put uh, lights on it. And... <laughs>
and a shotgun rack. <laughs> I have one of those. Can't walk around with your shotgun, you gotta have a rack. Uh, the man who walked down the center line of County X, Chuck Nagel, says, for two and a half minutes, I walked down the center line and there were no cars. <laughs> I, I just report the news. I don't know what that means. Mean, could have been worse because the bridge is out, you know, so it, it's... Okay. Uh, the rabid bat found in, o in Eau Claire uh, County thought to have winged over from Minnesota. By night, probably from Lake City there, I would think, closest, fl closest flight for a bat. Uh, the teens caught smoking pot in the Mayo Clinic Hospital uh, here, was said that it was prescription uh, for early onset glaucoma. Surprising number of kids are getting that. And some joker called into the Eau Claire uh, County uh, fraud line and turned into Eau Claire County. <laughs> That's not what it's for, people. <laughs> the Walker administration has extended the uh, weekend, uh, you know, the, the Eau Claire uh, holiday uh, parking limitations now, two hours, even on weekends and major holidays. Well, the Walker administration has extended that uh, weekend uh, restrictions and holidays for two hours throughout Wisconsin, in every downtown, and every city and town in Wisconsin, because Wisconsin means business. <laughs> yes, yes sorry. Of course it means like running like hell for your car at happy hour, you know, you got two hour window there. So if you park 15 minutes early, you know, to get there at four for the beers, two for one beers, and then you have to run, you, well, you, get, you get to stay for the whole thing, obviously, and then you'll have a ticket and $15, so your beers will, will be two for two. <laughs> That's no bargain at all. Anyhow, just me talking here. Don't worry about it. Uh, people signing up for uh, the uh, Chalk Fest coming up here at the UW uh, are reminded not to sign up in Chalk. <laughs> They've lost a lot of applications. <laughs> Uh, in a gag uh, gone too far, Eau Claire North listed for sale on Craigslist has been sold. <laughs> Currently, Emmanuel Luther picked it up to serve as, will now be known as IL2. Uh, Eau Claire, you'll be happy to know, is only ninth on the drunk, the most drunk city list. <laughs> Because the guy doing the survey never got out of the joint. <laughs> Either that or he just got out of the joint. You know, it's one of those things. One of those possibilities. Down in La Crosse, this is related news, not here, but I thought it was funny because it's La Crosse. Uh, down in La Crosse, they tried feeding contraceptive-laced popcorn to the pigeons. But nearly all of it was consumed by patrons stumbling out of piggies. <laughs> Which, actually, that's a good thing, too, if you think about it. <laughs> The cross course was like number two on the drunk list, but who's comparing? <laughs> UW Eau Claire is considering, considering converting a nursing home into student housing, which is great because I'm considering going back to school. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Visitor lodging uh, spending in Eau Claire hits a new high here of $355 million 
$216 million in direct spending and $139 million in seat cushions and sofas. <laughs> no small change they leave behind. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh, all right, so I have to explain it. It's all lost anyway. Uh, the man who stole a still-flashing bridge out sign from Water Street, uh, which was still flashing from his window on Niagara, <laughs> had nothing to say for himself. I guess the sign said it all. His bridge is out. Uh, Chippewa Valley Regional Airport that reminds you that once your drone hits 55 pounds, you have to call it an aircraft and should probably be in it. Okay. And finally, and I mean that, the uh, uh, police department says this year's unused prescription drop-off will be at the Roadway Inn in Eau Claire. <laughs> Just look for the jazzed-up Chevy Suburban. In front. <laughs> That's all the news that is, and thank you so much. Okay. All right, we got through that. There were some downturns. We got through it. Okay, very good. And then, uh, all right, speaking of the joint, in case you were... Bill Nolte is here with us. I left him last night, and he was still giving me the long answer, even though I asked for the short. Ladies and gentlemen, from the joint, the legendary Bill Nolte. There you are. So nice to see you. You know, though, Bill, I got to tell you, you always ask, you want the long answer or the short, and you always give the long answer. Unless they ask for the short answer. I ask for the short answer. It's pretty long, usually. <laughs> so it's just a long... So be careful what you ask for. <laughs> it is a long and there's a longer answer. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how are you? Good. Since last night. Okay, you stayed oh, yeah. out kind of late for you? Was that late for you? Um, well, I planned to get out of there by 9. Yeah. And then the window started... You know in Star Wars, the way it... it the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was 9, and it was 9.30, and I looked over, and you were still yeah, there. Yeah, and, and it I was said, a in the galaxy far away. I'll be damned if I'll leave before he does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you live upstairs, so where are you going to go? Yeah, I was, really? I was closer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no drunken driving tickets when you live upstairs. No. No. That's good. Just drunken stumbling. Stumbling, but the door is closed. There's no ticket yeah. for that. Charles Mingus, all these, all these great jazz players. But before we go on, could, yeah. I, could I say something? Yes. I want to put a, a rumor to rest. A lot yes. of people thought that there was a rift between the two of us because oh, yeah. it took me 30 years to get on this damn I know. show. <laughs> so, if I would have known you wanted to be on, you would have been there. So like, last night we, f we forgave each other. Yeah. You know, John Prine said we, we forgave each other until we both turned blue. Yeah. Uh, What's I, with the I little glasses of beer, though? Can you tell me that right off? Can the I bat? finish this? Yeah, I'm sorry. You, <laughs> you asked you for 15 me, minutes. Can I interrupt? The you promised me you wouldn't interrupt. Okay, I did. I said you could sit there for 15 minutes. You don't have to be funny. I'll do all of it. Why does it have to be 15 minutes? Give me the short answers. Here. Well, the short answer is that I forgave uh, Michael for not having me on here in 30 years, and last night he forgave me for not being interesting enough to be on here for oh, 30 years. Yeah. If you're anything, you're, you're too interesting. That's called having a real buddy. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're way too interesting. Yeah. That's your, that's your and then buddy. I want to uh, uh, yeah. talk about another thing before. Okay, okay. no, go ahead. Yeah. It's your show. 
Don't, don't feel free to interrupt me, please. No, I won't. Uh, this legend, the word legend? Legend. Yeah, it said something about the joint being legend. No, I said you were a legend. Oh, well, that legend. isn't true at all. Okay. I walked into Why a Why does it have to be true all of a sudden? Things you say are all verifiable? I've said so little true in my life <laughs> when I start now. Uh, actually, the place was a legend before I got there. Yeah. Uh, I was t uh, Tenny Bar in the early days. I used to do that. What was it called before? Before you? my knees gave out. Well, it was the joint for about eight or ten months when I got it. Before that, it was Shakey's eighth inning bar. Oh, that's good, too. Because there, there were softball fields down, and those right. games only lasted seven innings, and so they spent the eighth <laughs> inning at the joint. But I was there one afternoon, and I, got, and I realized that I had taken the stewardship of a legend because an older guy came in there and said to me, you own this place? And I said, yeah. And he said, I was here, you know, the, this is the one I was going to tell you last night, and you said, don't tell me everything, for God's sake, it'll yeah. ruin it. Yeah, sounds like you. I sound like you. Yeah, so I said, I uh, I he said, you own it? He said, yeah. He said, I was here the day Mike Farrell got his ear bit off in oh. a fight in the bar. Mike Farrell owned the place. Yeah. For a while, it was Farrell's bar. Yeah. And Farrell's the, one ear bar? In the next five years, I met at least 600 people who had been there that night when he got his ear bitten off. Yeah. And what's capacity? I said, that must have been a hell of a night yeah. with uh, yeah. 630 people in there when we've got a capacity what was, what, of 100. What was the cause and why was that the solution? It was a, uh, a difference of opinion, I think. <laughs> I hate to bite your ear off. Yeah, this I, guy yeah. bit Mike Farrell's ear off way before Mike Tyson was even in grade school. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, we started Who does that, that in a fight? I, I couldn't believe it when Tyson did. I mean, who would actually, why would that be your first thing? Uh, that, well, if you can't hit the guy, you've got to get at him somehow. Yeah. yeah. Bite him. Yeah. I can't see it. No. You're not a fighter yourself, though. You're not, no, you're, no, you're, no. You're in, no, no. Yeah, no. okay. All right. Let's, I have been witness to an occasional okay, fight. Fine. Yeah, but. Can I interrupt for just a second? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> what an amazing music. Now, now you, but you're an artist, right? You, started, you decided uh, you were going to run a bar. What, what was the, what was the uh, thinking there? Well, I did what you said. I yeah. came up here and lived, and I looked for something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were. And uh, no, I don't know. I came here. Was, people, guys said to me, "Are you from here?" I said, "After forty-five years, don't you get to say you're from there?" <laughs> I mean, come on, you have to have been born here. Um, I don't know. I came up here because I knew people were here, and my life was falling apart. And I thought, what a great place to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start, but you turned it. You turned it into this amazing music bar. You had Mingus. I mean, some of the people. Well, yeah. Playing here, and yeah. I noticed I, I got this the review or something from the. Oh, well, that's another thing, by but the way. You back. mind if I interrupt? No, go ahead. Not a lot. A lot more people actually haven't played there than I get credit for having. Okay. Yeah. We were talking last night. Uh, in the one corner, which used to be called the Blue Room, it's not blue anymore, but there was a point special sign there, and it was blue, so we called it the Blue Room. That sign hasn't been there for 35 years, but it's still the Blue Room to those of us who are still alive that remember it. And um, in that corner, there are four poets yeah. on the pictures. Donald oh. Hall, who you yeah. had on, and yeah. John Charity, who was the... Donald Hall was the U.S. Poet Laureate, and, and uh, John Charity was the, head, was the poetry editor at the Saturday Review for 20 years, and Miller Williams, who read at the second uh, Clinton inaugural, Lucinda Williams' dad, oh, yeah, really. and, uh, yeah. and Gary Snyder, who was, uh, won a Pulitzer in poetry, 
And a kid came in one day and said to me, what's my dad's picture doing up there? And he pointed at Donald Hall and I said, what's your name? And he said, you know, Murray Abramowitz or something. I said, well, then that's not your dad. Well, that's not his name, though. So. He said, yeah, he said it is, too. Yeah. And I said, no, it's really not. Yeah. And he said, it is, it is my dad. So I, he said, will you get me, do you have a, the picture? So I went and got him the picture and I gave it to him and I said now you take that and show it to your dad and if that's your dad you, you call me and uh, he, he never called no <laughs> I think his maybe dad, it was his dad that's why <laughs> yeah, could, his dad said what are you a damn fool I'm the one. And, and, then, and then John Chiardi one guy said what's John Madden's picture doing <laughs> up there I can see that one I said why would I have John Madden's picture uh, in the blue room in the poet's corner he, you know. he didn't know the background of that corner no he didn't at all. even the sign that had been there nothing yeah. so he's just yeah. shot in the dark looks like John Madden yeah yeah okay okay go ahead now you I'm, have to be a little I'm more done forgiving. For a you have to be more forgiving of some of your patrons oh yeah because <laughs> there's a lot of, of pictures on the wall it's you a big part some of, being, of them yeah. you're bound to be Bobby related Dillon. to Bobby Dillon yeah they always say that's Bobby Dillon isn't yeah. it I said no when they think who is, what, who is it that they thought was Bob Dylan? Oh, any number of people. Half of them were black guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway. Well, he's half black. You see a black guy with a yeah. saxophone who looks somewhere about Bob Dylan's age, you say, that's Bobby Dylan, isn't it? I mean, I said, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, and they always call him Bobby, too, when they yeah. think he's played there. It's never Bob. Okay. Or, I okay. call him Zim. Say that again. Zim. Zimmerman. Zim, oh, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shiner here. Yeah. Probably Zimmerman, born Zimmerman. Yeah, most, yeah, most famous musicians oh, were, Zimmerman, something else. were Zimmermans so at one time glad. or another. Okay. Yeah. All right, so now you got Charlie Mingus. you got all the jazz Charles Mingus, yeah. Coming in. Charles Mingus, I'm sorry. And uh, coming in there. Yeah, and, I said I read, Charlie Mingus and his agent said, don't call him Charlie. I know, I felt bad. When He's I hard enough really. to get along with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't call him Charlie. I didn't. First yeah. of all, how did you get these guys? How is it possible? I mean, because you don't well, I was sitting up in the blue room one day, and we yeah. were bored. Wow. And, I, and uh, I had my own jukebox, and this Ama Jamal tune came on. And I wow. turned to the guy. I said, we ought to, some guy was sitting next to me. He said, we ought to get this guy here. Yeah. And he said, are you serious? And he got up and went and made a phone call. And within five minutes, I was talking to... Uh, Who was the guy? Well, the guy had done a lot of booking of music at Ohio State. And oh, by wow. some strange twist of fate, he ended up in the blue room. Oh. And he said, okay, and then I talked to the, his uh, agent on the phone, and uh, uh, three months later, he was there. Yeah. Well, what Had did a you, piano what did you pay? come over. Pry, but what did you have to pay Charles Mingus? To oh, well, Jamal was $1,500. That was yeah. that long ago. And Mingus yeah. was, well, actually, that's interesting. You know that story? You asked me that? No, I don't. Well, I got on the phone, and I was in a discussion with the agent about how much we were going to pay Charles Mingus. I know. And I put the phone down, and this guy said to me, oh, somebody wants Charles Mingus to come here and play. And they said, is he coming? I said, no, I, it's too much money. He said, well, what is it? I said, well, I, I offered eight, and the guy wanted nine. And this friend of mine looked at me and said, for $100, you're not going to have Charles Mingus play here? I said, yeah, that was really stupid. And I called the guy back right away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it wasn't 9000 It was 900 900 Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. And uh, when he walked out the door, he said to a friend of mine who was taking care of him, finally found him some ribs. He wanted <laughs> ribs. There weren't any ribs in town. Uh, but At now the they're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, ribs. You can't miss them. And he said... Uh, <laughs> 
He said, tell Bill next time we'd like to play for a week. Really? Yeah, yeah I like that. Did he ever come back? No. Okay. <laughs> but I noticed in, one, in talking about this, that you said that the, only the foreign students from the university came to the club to see these jazz people. Is that, why would that be? Um, is that true? No. Uh -uh. Okay. Well, this is all wrong here then, this whole thing that I got. I thought, well, why would you got to be careful what you're reading there. I know. Yeah. Well, it's, if it's about... A lot of them did, though. You know, they said that the... I think that might be a quote. I talked to a guy about clubs in New York, and he said if it weren't for uh, the Japanese, three-quarters of the clubs in New York would close because they travel to New York and they want to buy something at Tiffany's and go hear jazz at yeah. a club. yeah. And uh, maybe that's where that came yeah. from. Any yeah. Any thought of opening it up to music again? Or is that no. not a possibility? No. Well, you're just done with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Short answer. I think of it once in a while, and then I lie <laughs> down until the uh, yeah. impulse goes away. But also, it's like exercise. Yeah. You know, when you think of it, just go lie down. The impulse will go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's all kinds of legend about the bar as well, like such as uh, uh, Justin Vernon uh, was actually conceived well, at that's the joint? A, yeah. <laughs> actually, I introduced his parents. I don't know what happened after that. Yeah. Well, I know something happened. Did you notice he disappeared for a moment? Yeah. Well, you know, that's another story I think we spoke about okay. briefly last night. I get a, I get a phone call from uh, Michael's uh, uh, producer, yeah. and I said to my girlfriend, Kathy, I said, oh, for God's sake, is this Pledge Week? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I called back about three hours later and said, "Okay, I got twenty bucks." And I and the guy said, uh, "Hi, Bill. We'd like you to um, uh, be on. Uh, what do you know?" And I said, "What did Michael Perry die?" <laughs> <laughs> And the guy laughed. He said, no, but actually, he's out of town. <laughs> and I said, well, what about Vernon? He said, he's in uh, Australia. Yeah. So I thought, hey, this is my window of opportunity. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So I, I jumped know. through it. I didn't know. But you were a little reluctant to come on the show. What was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not in show business. Okay. Am I? Really? What is it? You know what I mean? uh, you know, yeah, I think of you as being in show oh, business, okay. but a, a humble sort of man in show business. Yeah. <laughs> Humbled by it. I don't expect you to find you dead in an elevator of an overdose of uh, <laughs> opiates. No, it'll be from natural causes when they yeah. find me in the elevator. Yeah. What did he die of? He said he was just worn out. <laughs> <laughs> just thought it was a thing to do, you know? He's tired of going yeah. up and down in the yeah. thing. And yeah. Just, yeah, so. yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, what about, what about your art? Do you, want, you don't want to talk about your art at all? No, no, no. Okay, okay. What if about anybody wants to see what I do, they can go to the bar, they get a key. Yeah. You go down to the gallery, you turn on the light, you let it wait for a couple of minutes because they're fluorescent, take some time to warm up, and then you look, and then you lock the door and bring the key back. Yeah. And I told you, I said, I'm not coming down there with you. No. You said, why? I said, because if I'm standing there and you look around at those and think, what in the hell was this guy thinking when he did this? Yeah. You won't say that. You'll be nice. No, I think they're genius, though. Oh, well, thanks. I don't even know how you did them. They're so genius. Yeah, well, very slowly. And very <laughs> no, somebody said, what did you do today? I said, I made a nine-inch ladder out of wood. Yeah. It, yeah, it took me about and eight hours. And they're like this They're big. little, yeah. Because you do a lot of that uh, Escher stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot yeah, of ladders yeah. and steps. Ladders and, and steps. They're very and small boxes like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And, but we don't want to talk about it. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. 
Did you, were you planning on a, on a career as an artist? Though we, don't, we can talk about that. Uh, right? No, I didn't ever plan on much of any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I figured if you stay, I, you know, there's that time in your life when you're what 14 when you know you're not going to play in the NBA, and then. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you're thinking about the NBA? Then for 20, well, any any you know professional sporting thing. Then you then you sit there for a while and think, well, what the hell am I going to do now? I'm only five nine. <laughs> and uh, then you, I learned to type in high school. Learned to dribble. And uh, I, no, I, well, I learned to drink in college. There was a lot of dribbling going on there. <laughs> yeah. Then I ended up, you know, owning a bar. And I yeah. thought, you know, I, this is going to be easier if you just wait long enough. Pretty soon, everything will happen to you. Yeah. Don't go out looking for it. It'll but, come. Yeah. But you know what? And that's why when th thirty years went by, I thought maybe I could be wrong about this. <laughs> I. I, I I would have hated to have made that mistake, you know. I didn't know you wanted. Oh well, I you know I, yeah. I keep my light under a bushel, you know. <laughs> the first time we met, you know, I didn't say, God, I want to be on your yeah. show. And this Mike Perry thing, you, you're not really. Yeah, well, no, we're proud of him. Michael because he spent yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, he's, well, he, he doesn't drink, you know. The yeah. only thing we got against him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't What's drink. that all about? Yeah. Not drinking. I mean, How does he get through life? Yeah. yeah. But he, he sat at the feet of... Can you imagine the guy done as well as he is in writing, living in the ninth drunkest town in America, and he doesn't drink? <laughs> <laughs> so he sat up in the front with uh, the some people you've had. Uh, Frank Smoot, you had him on a show once, and a lot of people, and he, he learned a lot of stuff up yeah, there in yeah, that corner. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went off and became famous. Yeah. And then I told you once we were proud of him, but he hadn't gotten over Baudelaire yet. He hadn't and, gotten yeah. over Baudelaire. Baudelaire. Yeah. yeah, and you said, what's that mean? And I said, well, until you get over Baudelaire, you go around saying all the dumb stuff you said when you were 17, you know, oh. about the universe and spirituality. And Oh, I see. Yeah, it's right after you give your girlfriend a copy of... Uh, uh, Khalil Gibran's book, <laughs> You know what you give your girl that book for. It's a bathroom book. Yeah, well, and it's, you, you, that's a seduction method. Oh, is it? More young My men in America have, in have, have made connections with young women on that because it proved their spirituality. Yeah. I think that window has closed, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, I speak of Gibran. speaking is it the first line, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I count 15 minutes. Has it been that long? <laughs> you want a I couple more? Right. I'm telling you, when you're having fun. I, I bet there's something that you're holding back that you would, wished you would have. You know, when you leave, you don't want to go, you know, those. Well, I would just say that. Uh, Can I say one thing before you do that? Sure. <laughs> I, don't want any, oh, wait, no. yeah. I don't want anybody no. to think. No, okay. wait. We just, <laughs> this is the short end. How unique. The joint is as an institution, not just as a bar. That place is unbelievable. I, I mean, it's such a good feeling in there. It's such there, the diversity of people in there, all having a good time. The bartenders are the best in the in the world, by the way. But they're also psychologists. That's it's entirely unique. The joint, and and that's a tribute to you because it's a manifestation of, of you. There's no place like it. Positively, well. Absolutely no. There, like there's it. another level of uh, uniqueness about it, is it? I'm going to have to call you to task. Unique, you know, means one of a kind. Okay. So it can't be really unique. Can or you accept the compliment or, or kind of unique? <laughs> it's either unique or it's not. Okay. So you said it's really unique, like 
sort of unique or more or it less unique? It is unique. It's unique. I meant unique when I said really unique. One, one of a kind. Yes, yeah. and so are you. Oh. <laughs> and it's nice just I'm to, telling you. It's nice just to wrestle with you verbally. Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any other wrestling left in me. Just ask my girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Bill Nolte, ladies and gentlemen. You know him. One of a kind. That's unique. Bill Nolte. Yeah, that's really the legend about the joint, is, is Bill. So then, hey, you guys. Hi. And you were there last night. I was. was yeah, you got on the, some of those vibes going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Great vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. You're right. It's, everybody's having a good time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, introduce our drummer to us here. Well, this is uh, on drums today. We got uh, from Milwaukee, uh, Mitch Shiner. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see what he can do on this number. What's this going to be? And this is a uh, uh, Blue Mitchell is a jazz trumpet player. Uh, <coughs> And we're going to do one of his tunes called uh, Samba de Stacy. Sounds good. Fair enough. Michael! <laughs> That's the birthday shout out. Be okay. Next show. We'll pick this up next hour. Okay. Yes. Once again, it's Michael Feldman. Well done. Are there steps? Oh, yeah, there are steps. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Going down the steps here. Okay, made it. I'm down the steps. How are you all? Pretty good? Yes, nice to see you. Hi, dear. Nice to see you up close. How are you doing? Enjoying it so far? Oh, good. 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 Uh, let's see now. Uh, you know, I answer whatever questions I can on these cards here, but are there male and female peppers? <laughs> I don't know. They're shaped the same. It'd be hard to say. You can't tell by looking at them, I guess. Anyone know the answer to that one? Male, female, and pepper? I know bananas are all female. If you ask me about that, I, that's what I would say. I don't know why they're all female. Doesn't seem that right either. But what? Peppers? Yes. Peppers answer. <laughs> this is exciting radio. See, this is why uh, all these years it sustained me. Sexing peppers. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, some of them have three knobs at the bottom, and some have four. But I don't remember which is male and female. But. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to jump in on that one. You know. <laughs> It's a little too easy for me. Number of knobs on a pepper. Okay. But you know that for a fact? Yes. Are you in the, in the agriculture or the pepper business? I read it on the computer. <laughs> Slow day at the office, huh? <laughs> what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Thank you. What's your name? Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Thank you for that answer. I'm dumbfounded by it. I was dumbfounded before, though. I think so. All right. Uh, uh, Elk Mound, uh, suburb of Eau Claire. I know that. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, will you lend me your binoculars? Oh, yes. These, these are not binoculars, dear. These are my glasses. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just you know come down here if, if you want if you want to see better, but the security will stop you. <laughs> but I'm saying it doesn't matter to me. I'm just speaking philosophically from 101. <laughs> My husband dragged me to your show. Can you convince me it was worth the ticket price? No. <laughs> that, that's for your husband to do. Where is the dragger and the draggy on this? Over there. Okay. I, how's it so far? <laughs> well, then I'm not walking over there. If I get it, eh. yeah, good. Thank you for making her do that. <laughs> we do have actually a celebrity in the audience here. You know this. Uh, you know Farmer John uh, uh, Groven. Yeah, I said Groven. What? Govin. I said Govin. You heard R. You were thinking R, and when I said. Govin, you put the R in there. That's what I did. I hear R's all the time. I know. I do the same thing. I understand that. He's the alpaca rescuer. This man has, so far, about, about two million. What happened to the R in your name? Let me ask you that. Uh, it's been misplaced. Misplaced or something. And, uh, and, and I think everyone's seen that video or something. It's like, like two million hits or something. It's almost to three million views. Three million? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, are, are you raising alpaca or badgers out there? Uh, the badgers just come through occasionally. The alpacas we have there on purpose. Because yeah. the badgers aren't really a cash crop for them. No, they're not a cash crop. No. The alpacas are pretty cool, though, huh? Uh, they're, they're an interesting animal. Because yeah. I know your, your, your thing is meats and berries or something, right? Yes. Yeah. But you, there's no alpaca. Tell me there's no alpaca meat. Uh, we don't serve or sell alpaca meat at our farm. All right. That's what I wanted to hear. Why save them if you're just going to do that to them? You know? And so tell me what happened that day. You, you, you're missing a little, like a week-old alpaca? Well, it was about a week-old alpaca, and I hadn't seen it since the night before. Saturday we searched. We couldn't find it. We gave up the search at dark. I went out Mother's Day morning, looked in the area where the alpaca spent the night, and I, I, honestly, I thought I was going to pick out a head, but it blinked at me. That's when I went in the house and said, Honey, you've got to see this because you're never going to guess where the alpaca is. I have to get tools. She thought, you need a pliers to get it out of the fence. You need a saw to get it out of the feed bunk. So now we're going with a shovel. You do a good job shoveling. It took quite a while, I noticed, but you were very careful with the shovel. Nice shoveling. But the mother was pacing. That was the alpaca's mother, right? That was pacing back and forth while you are doing all that? Yeah, that was the alpaca's mother. And it was interesting, Saturday night, she had come to me like I was supposed to help her, and that's when I went to search for the baby. Oh, no. the, the alpacas are kind of amazing. The, the whole family thing there, she was just like my mother would have done. Back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> making that little noise and worried about the... And she really was concerned about her baby. She really was concerned about her baby, and it was obvious Saturday night that she had come to me needing help. Yeah, that's really amazing. And, then when, and uh, I love the end of it, though. You, fi you finally... It took you, how long did it take you? Though? Five minutes or something? Well, it's a three-minute video. <laughs> Did you shorten it for the video? It actually took you about a half hour probably to dig that thing out. Well, to go back in the yard and get my wife, and she didn't have her outside clothes on yet. It was early <laughs> in the morning. And then I had to find a shovel. Meanwhile, so, this poor little thing is stuck in a badger hole. I knew it wasn't going anywhere until I got yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you finally you got it out of there, and you pulled it out safely, and she was, you could see the relief on that alpaca mother. You really could. I've gone back and watched the video several times myself. That's how you get your numbers up. You keep going back and watching it yourself. 
<laughs> and then they started walking around again. They took off uh, headed for the for the where they go. Uh, they went back into the yard, into get the a drink yard. of water. Yeah, it was into the sunset there. A beautiful <laughs> thing. It's morning sunrise. Morning sunrise. Okay, I'll let you Terry. The, the details are yours. It was great though. Thanks, John. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, well, it's one of the best ah videos you'll ever see. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What does that mean? It's time for the quiz, Michael. Okay. Well, thanks, Stephanie Lee. Most definitely, we're gonna play the quiz right now. Chance you to win some prizes that uh, that you probably never would have thought of winning. <laughs> Uh, but here, uh, what does your shirt say? Uke. Uke. Sorry, you play the uke? Yes, I'm involved with the ukulele club of Eau Claire. Oh. It was, uh, it was... How involved are you with that? Oh, we uh, have monthly meetings, get together, people bring music, we play songs, oh, cool. sing along. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, Stephanie plays the uke. I do. I dabble in it. <laughs> she dabbles in the U. Third, third Tuesday of the month. Third Tuesday. All right. Okay. And <laughs> your name is? I'm uh, JT from Menominee. JT, you want to take yes. this and do the honors? All here? right. Uh, the U Club was also founded by Gordy Bischoff, who is a uh, very, very, very well-known uh, luthier in luthier, yeah. Yeah, uh, Eau Claire Synod, I think, I think it is. Yeah. So, but uh, the four disclaimers. All questions used on What Do You Know have been painstakingly researched, although the answers have not. <laughs> Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly ordered questions are par for the course. Listeners who are sticklers for the truth should get their own show. <laughs> Boni Vare means Boni Vare in French. <laughs> Persons employed by the International House of Radio or its member stations are lucky to be working at, law, working at all, let alone try, tying up the office phones trying to play the quiz. Listeners who have won recently should sit on their hands and let someone else have a chance for a change. All opinions expressed on what do you know are well-reasoned and insightful. Needless to say, they are not those of the International House of Radio, its member stations, or lackeys. Anyone who says otherwise is itching for a fight. Well done. Yeah, great job. Let's see the hands of those of you who are thinking I could do that what do you know quiz. Yeah, are you with him? Because he seems to think you're the one. I am. Stand up here as a brief cross-examination. You are? Gene. Okay, just go by the one name? Gene Smith. Oh, sure. I suppose that's Jim Jones there next. Steve Smith. Steve Smith, okay, whatever you want to say, dear. So, Gene, give me one good reason you should play this quiz. It was one of the first Valentine's gifts I've ever gotten from my husband Aww. in 20 years. <laughs> well, we should talk more, Mr. Smith. That's, that's an excellent thing, then. For Valentine's Day, Come on down here, Gene Smith. Let's see what this will lead to. Can I get up this way? No, I can't. We gotta go all the way over here. <laughs> you never got you anything for Valentine's Day? Like flowers? Nothing so nice. Oh, that's nice. Nice to hear. Yeah, we have to go around this way. It's a bit of a trip. 
Après vous, as we say in French, maybe, I don't know, is that French? Yeah, come on here, Gene. Seat over here. So, I mean, what did you want for Valentine's Day? I wasn't really expecting anything. <laughs> you have lowered expectations, huh? <laughs> Valentine's Day? Romantic dinner, maybe, or... Sometimes, getaway, flowers, getaway. things like that, but yeah. nothing so nice. So. Yeah, well, that's, that's very nice. Glad to have you here. Okay, glad to be here. Both those things. Hey, Gene, you spell it the, the usual way, usual spelling? Okay, this is for tax purposes. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Tell us about yourself, Gene. What do you do in life as we know it? Well, uh, I have a small organic farm outside of town. Oh, you do? One wow. of the towns you did not mention. Which one is that? Eliva. Oh, I didn't mention that. <laughs> I believe uh, in Eliva, though. We have Broiler Fest coming up, so. Broiler Fest? Yes. That's celebrating broilers or chickens? Sorry, not chicken. Yeah. Chicken yeah. broilers. Yeah. Do you have, it's a big deal. Do you have chickens, too? Yes, actually, I do. Are they broilers? What makes no, a broiler? No, no, we chicken have laying hens. We don't, we don't butcher. Yeah. Uh, just laying hens. Okay. Oh, so broilers are the ones that are, are when they're done laying, they become broilers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing special about them. They're the ones they them. serve at the broiler fest. They don't come okay. from our farm. Though. They're not like flat, so they go on the grill or something. <laughs> no. They're just <laughs> past. No. Okay. no. And organic is cool. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. What, what do you got out there? Oh, gosh. You name, you name it. it? <laughs> you name it, we've got it. Yes, yes. We started. Do you know about the peppers? No, I did not, and yeah. I'm glad to know. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> Why is that important then? If you're growing organic, well, peppers? yeah, I guess for pollination purposes, I suppose. It oh would yeah, be I important. hadn't thought about that. <laughs> okay. That's good. Well, that's great. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, Gina, you familiar with this quiz? How it works? Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. General knowledge, and you play along with someone uh, at home. And uh, how does that work then, Stephanie Lee? If people want to play the quiz, they're going to pick up the phone and dial 715-835-2543 and answer this qualifying question. Does that spell anything so they can remember? It does. It spells 7158-Flakier. Wow. <laughs> well, give the numbers again because that's not going to be easy to remember. 715-835-2543. Forgot that. It's my recipe box here. It's got the questions <laughs> in it. I'm starting to lose it, losing my <laughs> concentration. All right, here's the question. It's, uh, what did it used to say under the PAP sign at the Amber Inn? There's a PAPS Blue Ribbon sign, and there's some lettering underneath it that reads, uh, seems to read RV and AT. If you can fill that blank in for me. You happen to know that one? Okay, yeah. this, this is going to go nowhere because Michael is from Nashville. <laughs> Hey, Mike. Michael, are you there? Yeah. How are yeah. you? How I'm are doing you? great. Have you ever been great. to the uh, Amber Inn in Eau Claire, Wisconsin? You know, I, I haven't, Michael, and, but I, I do have a, I have a quick question for you. You know, yeah. your name is, is Michael, and, and yeah. I'm Michael yeah. calling from Nashville, and I, yeah. you're up there in Wisconsin. I wondered yeah. if you'd ever heard of a, a writer named Michael Perry. No. <laughs> it's funny because well, he has two first names. Yeah. Well, here's the deal about that Michael Perry. He, he, uh, I know he's right from very near where you are, but yeah. uh, he's a desperate guy. He's desperate to sell his books, so he goes off on book tours all the time, hustling yeah. his wares. Yeah. And uh, 
right now you're 15 minutes from his farm, but he's stuck in Nashville on a book tour. Yeah. And, uh, hey, so, is this Perry, Michael, is this you? This is me, and uh, I'm going to get off the phone and let you guys do the real quiz, but here's the deal, Michael. Yeah. I had to leave. I had to leave. I had to leave in a rush. Did you hear us talking about you? Did you have any? Well, I, someone told me there might have been some words. Uh, <laughs> but here's the deal. I'm going to let you do your quiz because I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks down in Madison. But okay. uh, you're about 15 minutes from my farm, and I had to leave in a rush, and yeah. I forgot to close the chicken coop. So can you just get that? I'd be happy to do that for on you. On your way out of town. Don't let any of those ukulele people anywhere near it. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks, Michael. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. All Bye. right. Make it easy. How do you like that? <laughs> He's always bugging me about something. Uh, Doug's in uh, Austin. Hey, Doug. Yes, sir. Uh, do you know anything about the uh, Amber Inn? Amber Inn up in uh, Euclid? Yeah. <laughs> that's got some awesome, awesome entertainment live. That's the only place to go when you're in Eau Claire. Yeah. And after you're done there, you can go wherever else you want to go. Yeah. Do you own the bar or something? What is this? This is a setup, this entire show. No, I love promoting local businesses. Okay. Do you know what's on the bottom of the sign there? It used to say something like with an RV and an AT. RV and AT? Yeah. Like two names, perhaps. RV and AT. Two names, bottom of the sign. Yeah. So maybe like Irv and Pat or something like that? Bob and Tom? Yeah, Bob and Tom is it. Exactly right. Awesome. Excellent. They just a funny spelling. All right. Douglas is Jean. She's your partner here in crime. Hi, Doug. Cool. Two of you work together, collaborate. It's, it's cooperative kind of thing. We have various categories. You two, what are they? Those categories are current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you been paying attention, science, and odds and ends. Okay. And Michael, this might have to be their only one. Oh boy, this is for all the money then. That's a lot of pressure. Doug, I'll let you pick the category. What would you like? I get the honor. You get the honor. Unless you'd like to give it to Jean. Jean will take the honor. It's for Valentine's ladies, Day. Lady, ladies first. Okay, Jean. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, science. Science it is. For all the marbles. The poop of ancient Rome. <laughs> which they've examined closely, have you known. Does it A, show no traces of pasta? <laughs> B, is it filled with parasites uh, that, that indicate a lot of parasites in Rome at that time? Or C, does it indicate that portion size was not a problem for the ancient Romans? <laughs> the poop of ancient Rome. What was the first choice? No traces of pasta. Second one is there are a lot of parasites in it that reveal that they were highly infested during the Roman Empire. And C is portion size. I don't know, Doug, what do you think? First guess is B. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parasites. You'd think there would be. Yeah. Yeah? That's, that's, that's it. Parasites. No <laughs> that was the fall of the Roman Empire. Parasites. 
Jean, you've won a trip to the tasting lounge of Infinity Beverages Winery and Distillery on Galloway Street here in Eau Claire to sample a distinctive array of great tasting wines and spirits from Matthew Rick, proprietor, along with handsome posters from the local store and Volume 1 Gallery, a vintage space in downtown Eau Claire showcasing a variety of local artists. Doug, you'll enjoy games and sodas from the District Company, a social gaming and soda lounge on South Barstow Street, Eau Claire. And then Gaze on Wisconsin Wildflowers in 3D, a book by David Tank that's a celebration of seasonal beauty from Planner Creek Press in Menominee, a 3D, 3D glasses included. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you very much. Good job. Doug, hang on, make sure it gets that to you. Michael, one okay. comment, Michael. One comment for Michael. Looking to keep the laughs going? Follow the Feldman Fun on whatdoyouknow.net or join Michael's social media army on Facebook and keep up with his tweets with at myfeldman. Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for PRI, Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, Producer International. This is PRI, Public Radio International. Live from the State Theater in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from Wisconsin Public Radio and PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tulin on piano, Jeff Hammond on bass, Mitch Shiner on drums, and I'm Stephanie Lee. In this hour of What Do You Know, we welcome singer-songwriter J.E. Sunday, get our coob on with Eric Anderson, and sample some meats from Rumps with Bob Adrian. Plus, we'll play another round of the What Do You Know quiz. Support for What Do You Know comes from PRI affiliate stations and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And now, the Michael Feldman of the Michael Feldman Confluence Center of the Arts, Michael Feldman. The latest from J.E., he said I can call him John Sunday, uh, Shapes That Kiss the Lips of God. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's, that's hard to live up to, isn't it, that title? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it comes, it's a, it's a description of uh, birds migrating. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Poetically speaking. Yeah. Were you a poet before you were a musician? Or they no, the but I time? admired the idea of being a poet, and so I... Yeah, yeah. I is single going to be the way for you from now on? I know you're with the daredevil uh, uh, Christopher Wright. Is uh, that... Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I did. Um, was a part of that band for man, ten years, and we are currently on indefinite hiatus. Hiatus. 
Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just I'm working on a second solo record right now, and uh, right now my interest and energy is is all in that. So yeah, for the foreseeable future, I'll be working on the J.E. Sunday stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. What have you got for us here? Uh, this first tune is called uh, Prism. It's going to be on this new new recording. J.E. You can call him John too, maybe. Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Designed to make us forget the waters that are rising, soon arriving at our doorstep. And I thought we'd be further along. I thought we'd be further along. There's a hum in the darkness. The fumbling through of purses, the mystery's now been harnessed. And hobbled for our purpose, we digitize the carcass of a backward sort of mankind. The math within the myth will contradict, then combine. Calling through the data, searching for the face of God inside. And I thought we'd be further along. I thought we'd be further John, I never know when you're serious. <laughs> uh, do you hear that all the time? I bet you do. The, the people don't know if I'm serious? Yeah. Uh, I've never heard that before. Okay. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. And, uh, oh, thank you. I, threatened, I threatened to cry a couple times in there. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm emotionally distraught for. the way it is. 
That's a yeah, beautiful song. That's, oh, that's a recent you. song. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I'm excited about that one. I'm a big Leonard Cohen fan, and so that's my uh, yeah. shot at a Leonard Cohen song. Yeah, very nice. Has, has, he, has he heard your stuff at all? You should, you ship <laughs> I doubt it. Him? I very much doubt it. Yeah, you should ship it to him. I'll send it. I'll, anyway. I'll give him a call. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so you got another one here? Want to do it? Yeah. Something a little lighter. <laughs> you, you picked the wrong you musician to play Saturday morning music here. <laughs> I was thinking about that. They're generally fairly somber. I apologize. And this one <laughs> no, will continue hard. in that vein. <laughs> Let's get somber. Ladies Let's get somber. That's what you want in your Saturday morning <laughs> entertainment. Here we go. This one's called... Um, Rabbit, Rag, and I. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the black howl of the night is dogging me restless and warm. Causing me ceaseless concern and all manner of harm. Rabbit rag, you've got everyone else's coat on your back You're waiting for the coast to clear and the cab to come Then you go uptown to the places that I found you where you never no, you never let me down And I go uptown And we're ushered in dazed and starry Feeling sorry, feeling guilty Like a father making up for lost time But we don't know what we want We just know that we want and it's haunting us and asking us to make up our minds. Rabbit Rag said she loved someone once but never again. Man will take all of your money, take your heart, take your name. If all that you stand to gain from this thing is a ball and a chain Honey, best make a choice to make a change And go on uptown to the places that I found you where you never no, you never let me down And I go uptown And we're ushered in dazed and starry Feeling sorry, feeling guilty Like a father making up for lost time But we don't know what we want We just know that we want and it's haunting us and asking us to make up our minds. 
myself in dark, airless rooms and at times wonder why. A temporary fix always sticks to a lonesome guy. All those things that were sure to be the cure for this ache in my guts Worked for a bit but then split when times got rough Worked for a bit but then split when times got rough Worked for a bit but then split when times got rough J.E. Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. That was amazing. His voice is an instrument that's amazing as well. That was unbelievably good. Uh, once again, Shapes That Kiss the Lips of God. Look for that and uh, anything else you can find by J.E. Sunday. Wonderful. Thank you, John, for doing that. Fantastic. Okay, I can't stay on this theme or I'm going to break down in, you know, total <laughs> tears and dismay, but that was gorgeous. Wasn't it? Really great. Well, you know we need some kub. Why don't we do the kub? Don't you think? The only thing that can cure me of this melancholia that I'm suffering from is a good game of Koob. And I don't know who else is going to tell me how to do this, but <laughs> Eric Anderson here, who is the master of Koob, the man who made Koob a household word in Eau Claire and in North America. Because uh, Eau Claire is more or less the center, the capital of Koob in North America. Is that true? It is the Koob uh, yeah. capital of North America, yep. yeah. And you kind of you made it that way. Ah, a big part of it. Well, yeah, a big part of it. Yeah. We moved here in 2007 and started introducing people to the game, but yeah. as more and more people have played it and fallen in love with it, then they introduce it to a lot of people as well. So yeah, I mean, you would walk in the parks, you know, people are playing this, uh, they're throwing blocks at other blocks. That's what they're doing. Yep, yeah. Yep. In the schools, yeah, the parks, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. What do you think the attraction is to the game itself? <laughs> what is the appeal of Koob? For me, it's... Uh, it's a simple game, but it's complex. There's different strategies. Uh, at the same time, it's for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're 7 years old or 80 years old. So at the U.S. Yeah. Championship, we have people playing that are 6 and 7 years old. We have people that are playing in their 80s. Yeah. And um, pretty much anybody can compete against anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a big, strong triathlete or not or whatever. It's yeah. just a, it's a great game. Is the championship held here? Every year. Every yep. year. U.S. National Coupe Championship. Where is that held? It's at the soccer park. The soccer park. Yep. So we started at first at a park, uh, Grand Avenue, uh, Grand and First. There was a little park there. Uh, that was in 2007. We moved it to Forest Street Park, moved to Boyd Park. We all grew all those parks. The only place we can hold it now is at the Eau Claire Soccer Park. <laughs> this is the 10th year. Do people play simultaneously, or is there like a number of cool oh, yeah, games no, going yeah. on at the same yeah. time? So last year we had 108 teams. 
Yeah. So you divide that by two. We had 54 fields or pitches set up. So there's 54 games going on at one time. Yeah. Yep. Really? And yep. how do you figure out who's winning in those circumstances? Or who's... <laughs> it's, it's well, really complex. It is. Guess. Yeah, I mean, it's all set up that, I mean, teams have to come back to the scoring headquarters and let us know who won and lost. And it's a, it's a proper tournament. You know, at the end, we crown a, a U.S. champion. So... Yeah. We have Kid Coop too now on the uh, Friday, Coop. the day before. So yeah. last year we had 24 teams, I think, of kids. Largest kid tournament in the world for Coop, yeah. Yeah. Is, <laughs> it, is there Coop gear as well? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Coop kid. There's Coop gear. Now, if I want to show I'm a Coop. Yeah, okay, I, got I had to. I mean, I'm on the big stage probably just once in my life, so yeah. I thought I had to wear Very nice. Coop gear here. Yeah, so, that's yeah. nice. But I mean, they're Coob gloves, or Coob oh. hats, or Coob shoes, or Coob. Not yet. No. But think about yeah, it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Someday, some yeah. big company will let us know that there should be yeah. Coob shirts or hats. Or yeah. Something. And this is a Swiss in origin, obviously, but um, Swedish. Swedish. Yep. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. <laughs> You're gonna miss my fumbles, really. Right. Uh, so, all right. So it's uh, Swedish, obviously. Yep. In origin, is it was it the game of uh, kings or who, who played? Uh, well, who? the story is the Vikings played it so a thousand yeah. years ago. So that's the story, and um, it kind of got reintroduced, I guess you could say, like in the 80s and 90s yeah. on the Swedish island of Gotland, which is in the Baltic Sea. Gotland. And that's, Gotland. Yep, and that's where the World Championships are held every year. Yeah. So, um, and it's huge there. And in Sweden, I did a. You I don't think of the Vikings doing a, like a, a game like Coop. We think more blood and guts kind right. of yep. trials yep. of great strength and so forth. Yeah. But this is right. Yeah. 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 This is the, the story. Is this is what they would do after they would do those things? <laughs> so yeah. How yeah. about rape and pillage and a little Coop afterwards? Coop afterwards. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> Can you show me a little? I mean, uh, absolutely. I, we don't have a Kuba field. I mean, just nope. Tell me what I have to do yep. and how we do it. Well, we're going to let you the opportunity to knock over the king. So, this is the king That's that we king. use at the championship. So, okay. red, white, and blue. Is that official size and everything? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, official. We, and we yeah. provide all the sets for all the players. So, when people come, they have everything there. So, yeah. this is the king we use. We had a little yellow down here just to kind of the roots of the game are from Sweden. So, just a little yellow down there yeah. for that. I thought they were Swiss. They're, and they have good chocolate too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then. Uh, so what do we call this thing? That's the king. That's the king. Oh, the king. I mean, there's yeah. not a big name for it from the Viking days or something. You say kung. Kung is king. Kuhn? Is in Kuhn. Swedish. Okay. Yep. Okay, yep. And this is the kub. That's the kub block. Kub. Kub. Yep. I get this. How you this works so yep. far. And then here's uh, here's the baton. Baton. Yep. So what okay. do you want to go over here? or What do you want to do? Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Yep. I guess here. Can I move with this? Yes. Yeah. Good. Let's. Yep. All right. So we'll set these up, and we'll let you throw at a couple. <laughs> Usually we play at uh, the fields eight meters. So that's uh, probably from here to over the end of the stage, maybe a little bit shorter. So you just take it and, yeah, so you just take the baton and the, the premise of the whole. Should I throw the mic or the baton at? <laughs> same size, same size. So you take the baton, you have to throw it underarm. And then you got to try to knock these over. And the game's set up, we got the king in the middle. Then you have five coops on each side of the field, and there's two teams. It's tough to explain in front of yeah. thousands of people and then the radio, but that's the whole premise. But, but you have to knock all the ones around the king first before you get to the king. Yeah, yeah. Is well, there an order? No, you have, you have five on the back line, so you just throw them from your back line. You try to knock over those five. And then as you knock them over, they get put back in the field, and that's the part that it gets a little crazy to explain and everything. So knock over and they get back? Set up again? Yep, so the team has to throw them back, and then the defending team puts them up vertical, 
So you have to knock over those field ones before you can knock over the baselines. Can you knock over the defending team? Uh, it's been done a couple times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Vikings did that, yeah. They did it that way. All right, so I don't understand this at all. That's all that means, but... I mean, so I just knock this over with this thing? You gotta, you gotta stand back a little bit. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like here? <laughs> farther? <laughs> a lot of equipment. No, no, that's all right. Practice. And I just knock over the... the, 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 the the king? Well, what's that thing doing there, standing there then? The coup would be in the back, and you'd be trying to knock them over first. Okay. The king's like the eight ball. If you knock him over during the game, you lose. Oh, but after you knock over all the coups on the opposite side of the field, then you can attack the king. Okay. But if they're setting up again, how do you ever get anywhere? You got to get really good. Yeah. <laughs> or at least better than the other team. All right. <laughs> For all the money. Underhand, right? But, yeah, yeah. Form-wise, what are you looking for in a, in a throw? Yep, so the baton has to pretty much travel vertical. It can't go sideways at all, can't go horizontal. You just want to get it, and you just want to throw it underarm, just like, just like that. Oh, nice. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's okay, it's not my equipment. <laughs> okay. Oh, a couple more. Okay. No, how can I miss? I got these progressive lenses, so some of it is in focus, and some of it ain't. Stephanie wants to do it too. I, I can't follow that, Michael. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, that was fantastic. I have such a feeling of power. <laughs> do you feel like a Viking? Yeah. So, and when, and when is this year's uh, contest coming on? The so, this year, the U.S. Championship is on uh, July 9th, and then the top 16 teams come back on the 10th on Sunday. And then the Kid Coop, as I said, is uh, the Friday before. Yeah. And now it's so big, we actually have a pre-championship, and that's two weeks before that, so yeah. um, where teams can play. But now there's, I mean, when we started the first tournament in 2007 here, that was the first tournament in the U.S. Now there's over 40 in the U.S., yeah. and it's just growing more and more. And there's half the tournaments are in Wisconsin. But you don't have to play in tournaments. I mean, just people play in their backyard when they're grilling out yeah. and having fun and doing whatever. So. I think I could be good at this. Did you like my throw? You're one for one. One for one, yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah. leave it at that, too. I'm yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Well, Eric, thank you very much. That's fascinating stuff. No, I appreciate then, it. Thank you yeah. so much. And now we know about a little bit about Coog. But don't kid yourself. It's easier if I'm not doing it. Eric Anderson. Coog master. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you. Thanks very much for doing that. That's really cool. The U.S. National Coob Championship right here in Eau Claire. You Yo. are a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Viking at heart. I never talked about it too much. I didn't either, really. But yeah. uh, Okay. Feel like playing a little something here? Sure. Yeah. Okay, just do it then. You know, <laughs> tell me what it is. This is one of my tunes. Oh, cool. Yeah, but instead of doing it Latin, we're going to do it a, a more straight ahead.
are listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from Wisconsin Public Radio and PRI, Public Radio International. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Michael Feldman. Oh, you folks at home don't know what you missed. I don't know what you missed, and I was here. All right, June is Dairy Month. Uh, what do you do to celebrate? Uh, the Bowers family asked me from Chatech. How you doing, Bowers family? Hi. Who's watching the cows? Where are you? Let's say hello to them. It's Dairy Month. Let's say hello to a dairy family. Where are you? Where? I hear. I can't see out here. That's all. Who's watching the cows? The dog. The we, dog? Yes, she's the only one home. Or hopefully the neighbors, if they get out, they'll just yeah. shoo them. Do they sometimes get out? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah? Where do they head when they get out? Is there a place they like to go? Down the road. Down the road. <laughs> and we just hope that nobody hits them. No, yeah. But is there, is there, are they looking for other cows down there in the next farm? or? We're not sure. Yeah. Maybe better food. Maybe we don't feed them good. I no, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Not sure. I'll yeah, have okay. to ask. Okay. Well, I hope everything's all right there. Uh, I did, I'm not doing anything specifically to celebrate, but I still do what my dad does. I mean, dad, dad would say, let's take a ride in the country. Yeah. And then we see cows. He rolls on the window and says, uh, hi, girls. <laughs> and I still do that to this day, and it's been years and years. So that, that's kind of sweet, don't you think? That's a great way to celebrate. Yeah. We'll have to add that to our list. I want you to know that though I am lactose intolerant, I still drink milk. I eat cheese, and I suffer with it because I love the stuff. Yes, support those dairy farmers. Yes. It's mental. It's all mental anyway. Thank you, dear. Thank you. And, Michael, we have something for them. Yes. It might not be dairy, but we do have a complimentary wine and spirit tasting for that family. Okay. So if they we'll want to claim that, yeah, claim we'll that after the, the show. Very good. <laughs> uh, Blake Howe, engineer, what are your retirement Plans. So I got a lot of the questions, mostly from retired people. Uh, uh, I, it's sort of different when you're being forcibly retired. It's more like what happened to Napoleon when they put him on Elba. You know, it's sort of that. It's that kind of retirement. But he came back, and he, of course, he lost everything afterwards. But so I'm doing kind of a Napoleon thing. That's what I'm thinking of doing. You know, I'm, I'm going to be cryogenically preserved until such a time as my career uh, can be revived. So I, I, it's about the only thing I could come to. Uh, would you go on a one-way trip to colonize Mars? Originally, I said no to this. Now it's starting to look a little attractive. Probably would own Mars in terms of broadcasting, I would think. But I don't know. Bev Pearson? Bev, did you volunteer for that trip? No? Okay. Anyone here going to Mars? If it was a two-way, I'd consider it, Definitely. Or a three-way. I like a three-way as well. <laughs> and that atmosphere, the rarefied atmosphere would be something. All right. I can't... Do you read, do anyone got those little flashlights that people can... <laughs> no, I can't see a thing here. Um, my professor... Here. Where is that flash? Thank you. Thank you very much. My profession is uh, dying. What should I do? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> but uh, Jenny Metcalf. What profession are you uh, in? 
Oh, a small dairy farmer, okay. Because I was thinking of going into dairy farming, so now I, <laughs> all right, okay. Let's work on this together. Maybe we could go into something together. Gotta be something. There's nothing, I, I have no skills is my only problem. I had no skills for a living, let alone retiring. All right, thank you very much. You want to stay with me the rest of my life? <laughs> May not be that long. I'm thinking about starting a cult. <laughs> Matt, Gilbert, uh, Matt Gillette says, uh, from St. Croix, uh, Minnesota. Yeah, what sort of cult are you thinking of? A, a what? Where are you? <laughs> Come over here and say that, I dare you. <laughs> so you're thinking of starting a cult. I don't know. Shouldn't it be a little stronger if it's going to be a cult? You should have more stronger feelings about it than you I'm thinking of starting a cult. You know, usually you have to have really strong ambition if you want to have. Have you thought about it? Have you had a cult before? Uh, no, but I'm, it's time for a career change. And, you know, what are you doing right now? I work for one of those reviled three-letter federal agencies. Oh, I don't know if I can say because I might get hurt going out. You work for federal agencies, and you think it's time for a cult as a result yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> now at least it makes sense. Yeah, um, a cult of love, and all you need to do is give me all your worldly possessions, and you can join. <laughs> is, is, is there worshiping of you involved? Uh, maybe, but... And I'm, Optional is all right. If all goes, you know, if it doesn't go well, we can just have a Kool-Aid party. <laughs> Okay, man. Let me think it over. All right. All right. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, keep your day job, no matter what it is. <laughs> Ask my daughter about the sculpture tour, says Kevin Kane. Oh, Kevin Kane. Okay. Hi. Come on up, daughter. Let me ask you about the sculpture tour. How are you? Hi. Thank you. I was wondering about the sculpture tour. <laughs> My dad put me up to this. Yeah, okay. But there's 34 sculptures that are installed on Barstow, Water Street, and the Mayo Street Camp, Mayo Campus. Right. So um, they're amazing. They just came up uh, two weeks ago. They're going to be in Eau Claire for 11 months. Yeah. And the sculptures came from all across the country. So. Yeah. yeah. Is, is one of them yours? Are you involved in the, in the, just in the, in the setting them up, or are you an artist as well? I'm just the worker bee yeah. that helped put it together yeah. through a nonprofit. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> See, art in the streets here. I love it. And then, what do people get to vote on the sculptures, or how, how does that work? Yes, we would love for everyone to go out, look at the sculptures, and vote. There's a People's Choice Award ceremony uh, September 17th. So go out, vote this summer. You can vote online. The ballots are going to be run in uh, Volume 1 and Chippewa Valley Magazine. So, and lots of opportunities to vote um, all around downtown. Is that a big uh, black dog giving the high five? Is that on this year's tour or is that a past winner? He was one of the chosen, and so um, thank you to the city of Eau Claire for voting him and uh, giving him home here. Yeah, I would have voted for him. He's cool. You can't help but take a few dozen pictures with that. Thank you, dear. I appreciate it. Okay. And Michael, we've See, got that's something. What I'm talking about. Michael, we've got something for her as well. Yes. So for supporting the arts, we've got tickets to the 2016-17 season at the State Theater. 
So make sure to get those as well after the All show. Right. It gets better and better. Matt uh, Denial? Matt Denial? Denial. Denial. Huh? Denial? Is it Denial? Are you in denial or mad? Is that what, you know, I'm sure you've heard that like every day, but I'm sorry. I don't understand your question. What's up with Lutefisk? <laughs> we moved here from uh, Pennsylvania about 12, 13 years ago, and I just uh, was working at Thompson's True Value. And uh, somebody had asked me where it was, and I was just never heard of it before. So in 13 years, you haven't figured out a Lutefisk? Well, no, I, I Googled it. And I figured it out that way. Google it, but don't eat it. You know. I don't eat it, no. So when you take a cod or something, is it cod they use? And steep it in lye until it turns into cod jello. <laughs> and it tastes even worse than it sounds. I, I try to, I, people love it. You, you, have, you make lutefisk? No, but I like it. You like it? Well, can I ask, what, what do you like about any of those qualities? But you have, you have to know how to make it. I mean, yeah. some older ladies are much better at making it than you can't. No. It's a, it's a learned no. art. Yes, okay. I wouldn't even attempt it. So does that answer your questions? Yeah, it does. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Glad I could help. Oh, boy. Lutefisk. I don't know everything, you know. Uh, let's see. How can I get my coonhound to stay instead of running away? Thinking a leash or a chain of some sort, nice, maybe with a spring on it, you know, and a nice, you know, so he doesn't. Okay. Some of these things you should really think of yourself. I don't know. I, I don't even have a coonhound, but a, my dog is on, on a leash. Uh, Steve uh, Walker, I sell bridges. I ain't buying. <laughs> I got caught on this one time buying a bridge, and I'll never do it again. Why am I here instead of uh, on a pontoon with a beer? Okay. <laughs> Where are you, Steve? Huh? All right. Okay. How are you doing? You can't spend every day on a pontoon with a beer. I'm sorry. Today's pretty nice, huh? It's a pretty nice day. Yeah. And I'm here. Yeah. Not on a pontoon. I'll just have you out of here. Well, you know, there's, uh, I'm headed to the pontoon then. Your pontoon and your beer? Yes. Yes. You want one? A, a pontoon or a beer? Right on the pontoon, I'll bring it. Sounds you. very enticing. It really does. And I understand your dilemma. I mean, you probably thought, you read, did you come here on behalf of someone else? Uh, she told me we were going to the pontoon. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's beer in a truck. <laughs> All right, Steve, I understand the dilemma. What do we have for Steve in there? We have, again, complimentary wine and spirit tasting from Infinity Beverages Winery and Distillery. All right. That'll go a long way in a pontoon, or a short way, perhaps. How are we doing time-wise? Doing okay? Good. You're doing yeah? good. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, no. What? Oh, you do? Oh, good. The Amber Inn owner. Can I get you to... Yeah. Hey. How are you? Good. Who actually owns it? Most of yeah. What's on the sign? Orvin Pat. Orvin Pat. So I thought Irvin Pat. I was going to let it go at Irvin Pat, but were they the original owners? Uh, it was built in 1881. Yeah. So they're 
not still the owners. I get that. How was their opening day? <laughs> All right, so it's that, it's that old. 35 years as of June 1st. And still one of the premier taverns in the history in, in the area, right? Burgers in town. Yes, burgers in town. Or ask for orbs and pats. I'm the daughter. Great. Thank you. I wish you would have spoke up and saved me the embarrassment earlier. <laughs> I got the pat right anyhow. Yeah, okay. Uh, why are you destroying my marriage? <laughs> it's like everything is my fault. Who are you going to blame when I'm not doing this? The Reverend uh, Dave uh, Stratton. United Methodist. You should be able to handle that. Dave, you do counseling, don't you? Can you counsel yourself? Where is, where is the Reverend Dave Stratton? Huh? Oh, there you are. What did I do to ruin your marriage? 26 years ago, my, my wife wrote a letter to you, and she has just been infatuated with you ever since. And I want to challenge you to a duel. <laughs> And we're, we're going to duel with wet noodles because I'm not a violent person. No, I'm not either. So I want to I, I want to let you know how upsetting I am. Hi. What you've been Hi. doing? Can I have a hug while you're here? <laughs> while your husband is blathering. My letter. I did. Yeah, I had to. I had to write a second time, and you answered my letter, and I've saved it all these years. Yeah. What did yeah. I say? <laughs> um, I we lived in we lived in Ladysmith, yeah. and I was on a committee to have groups come for entertainment, and we and I wrote to you to ask for you to come to Ladysmith, wow. and. Finally, you wrote us. I wrote a second time, and you answered, and you said that you were your own worst secretary, and it's handwritten. Yeah. It was before you probably had a secretary, obviously. I, I never had. A secretary. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Still don't. Anyway, and you couldn't come to Ladysmith because you were going to be coming to Eau Claire. Oh. So. All right, well, that's a good reason. Yeah. And well, I'm sorry about the husband thing. Yeah. Has that been a problem for you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No. But I've been anxious to meet you since, and I brought the letter with me to show you. And it's 26 years old. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna cry again. This I know. First the music, and now this, and now you. It's my brush with greatness. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend. Counsel me, would you? I don't know what to do in this situation. Well, I don't either. <laughs> I've got nice an idea, you. Michael. Yes. <laughs> I've got all the makings of a romantic getaway for those two. So we have a one-night stay. One-night stay at the Lismore Hotel in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and complimentary wine and spirit tasting from Infinity Beverages Winery and Distillery. That should go a long way. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yes, I can't really top that, so it's best we stop at this point. Concentrate on the what do you know quiz. As you know, what? What did you say? Yeah, but you said me. 
I said, how is it so He said, meh. Yeah, but you don't so much. Worth my money. Make it worth my while. You paid for it. I... <laughs> okay, so it wasn't my money. Make it worth his money. I don't know. It's a complicated. Where's the minister? It's become a moral issue. You don't have any strings attached, do you? No. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in a family dilemma. I don't care. I'm sorry. You don't have any problem with me, do you? Come over here. You are? Sarah Schaup. Sarah, where are you from? Eau Claire. From Eau Claire? What a coincidence. We're here. Okay. Yes. Originally from Wisconsin Dells. Are you really? Yeah. How do you make the transition? Pretty good? From yeah, we did a stop in North Dakota. And then it's a long way around, isn't it? Yes, but we were on, my husband was on the quiz in Fargo oh, yeah, when you made a stop there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah, one good reason you should play this quiz. Because I am a third grade teacher and oh. I want to answer things I should have learned if I had been paying attention. Right. <laughs> Sarah! The quiz is at a third grade level, so you shouldn't have any problem with it. Your desk looks like mine. Yeah. <laughs> third grade is third grade the best grade? I like it. They still have some respect. Um, <laughs> and they just are beginning to uh, blossom and show who they really are. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Have you taught other grades as well? I've taught middle school. Middle school is, does not win, I, I would assume. Well, I was in emotional behavioral disabilities room, so it yeah. was quite... Um, so it's got, it's got everything. It's got emotional disabilities, and, and it's got middle school. Yes. That's, that's ideal. Third grade's a little tamer. Yeah. What are we doing uh, these days in third grade? What's the current? Uh, uh, well, right now we are learning about area and perimeter and oh. two and three D shapes in math. Wow. Yes. It's heavy for third grade. In my <laughs> day, we didn't get to that till high school. Well. If, if, if ever. We, we, we are having fun because we're building shapes out of toothpicks and marshmallows. Okay. Maybe I'll try a third grade and I've got to go to school. <laughs> i go back to school for that or something. That would be great, don't actually. Uh, so we should play the, the quiz here. Now there are some rules involved in this. Can you explain uh, briefly what they are? Absolutely, Michael. If people want to play the quiz, they're going to pick up the phone and dial 715-835-2543 and answer this qualifying question. I notice you're sitting in a throne there. Either. I am. It's a bit more more than I expected. Yeah. Okay, qualifying question, here it is. Uh, how many acres does Silver Spring have in horseradish? Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Some controversy here on the amount of horseradish. They got a lot of it. See how close you can get. Suzanne's in Bloomer. And uh, hey, Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne. Uh, yes, hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good. Hey, I'm, I, I called because my husband wanted me to. Okay. And he's at the hardware store. Oh, no. What, what's and, he? Is he doing some plumbing? To, um, lawnmower. Oh, okay. But I wanted to let you know he's the guy that does the Rube Goldberg thing that you talked to. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they kept calling you the wrong name. <laughs> That's all right. I do that myself. 
<laughs> My kids do it. That's just, uh, resent that a little more. Yeah. Well, yeah, you want to take a guess here? How many acres uh, Silver Spring have in horseradish? It'd be in thousands of acres. It would be in thousands? Yes. Oh, goodness. Um, num, num. um <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say one. Thousands, that's plural. Oh, so thousands. Uh, a lot of, okay. They produce, they have a lot of acres, I'll tell you that, in horseradish. Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Um, I should know this. I've lived here, I was born in, in horseradish? Rice Lake. Yeah, yeah in Rice yeah. Lake. Yeah, pretty close to a lot <laughs> of horseradish. Uh, um, five thousand? Um, <laughs> is that an estimate, or are you thinking that between... That's, a, that's like a really... Like between yes. five and another number? Between five and higher? In a higher? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this, it's at least 5,000 acres, but I wonder where it would top out at. If you were actually, I don't know if they were actually, they have so many acres, it's hard to, to know how many acres you have sometimes. Oh. In horseradish. Oh. Yeah. So like add numbers onto the five. Well, I'm not telling you to do that. Because that would be wrong. I'm just saying that. 5,500? I don't know how I can help you here, Suzanne. You're making it very hard on me. They're laughing at me. I know. Oh, we're laughing with you. Thousands oh, okay. of acres. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, no, it's more than that. Oh, man. Okay. The question is how much more than that, though? Oh. <clears throat> Well, how about we go with, like... Quite a bit more. Oh, 7,000. <laughs> That's more. That's quite a bit more. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? 7,000, we accept that. They have 7,000 in Wisconsin. So there you get by on, on that qualification because they have a couple thousand more in Minnesota. Thank you, dear. So, you bet. <laughs> Call me dear, you can have anything, Suzanne. <laughs> I don't care. Do you, do you want another story that'll make you cry? What? Well, my mom always listened to you, and she has passed on, oh. and I had gotten a ticket to bring her to see you, but she had gotten too sick. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but, yeah. but no, but that's why I came to see you in Madison one yeah. time. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm wonderful that she was a fan. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne, this is Sarah. She's your partner here in crime. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Sarah. And uh, I bet there won't be a horseradish question on this, but <laughs> I what, what categories not. do we have? <laughs> Those categories are current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you been paying attention, science, and odds and ends. Okay, Suzanne, what would you like? Um, we're going to go with the things we should have learned in school because okay. my husband's a teacher, too. Oh. All right. I hope we get it right. Yeah. All right, it's true or false. True or false. Eau Claire is French for all clear, as meaning no Germans. No, it means clear water, I think. Is it clear water? Yes. Yes, okay. No, it's not all clear. Okay, as a no clear Germans. Clear water. Okay, so that would be one right. <laughs> you know the French and the Germans. They have yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's one right. The remaining categories are current events, people, places, science, or odds and ends. Sarah? Odds and ends. Odds and ends. All right. Can I look at the card? 
Can you look at the card? The it, card has the answers on it. I know, it would make it easier. <laughs> you sound like a third grader. You've been with them too long. I have been. Uh, do we breathe in more bacteria from our toilets or our tap water? This surprising, this surprising answer. Oh, so it must be tap water. No, oh, tap water is right, unless you disagree. Oh, no. Yes. I agree. Very surprising. <laughs> All right. for us. That's two, right? And the remaining categories are current events, people, places, and science. Okay. Suzanne? Oh, people, places, and science. Oh, man, I'm bad at remembering names. Uh, let's go with places. Okay. Because <laughs> it's not a name. Well, you know what I mean. All right. Here. We have something on the art uh, tour walk. Oh, tour. well, I'm an artist. Okay. What is this? I think I'll have to take this one. It looks okay. like a well, I, flying I, bird. I, no, I gave you a multiple choice here. Is oh. this called Oxymoron Prairie Ship, or I've been kissed on a lily pad? Suzanne, I'm going to have to go with B. Prairie mm. Ship. Prairie Ship. That's right, Prairie Ship. Yay. Nice going, Suzanne. Holy cow. <laughs> Sarah, from Eau Claire, the Coob of North America, you've won your very own coop set, so you can play the oh, old man. Nordic lawn game that's sometimes called Viking oh. Chess from Wisconsin Coob, and then step into the warmth of the Monk Cellar at Lazy Monk Brewing right. on Eau Claire's West Madison Street to partake of quality European-style and American beers. Suzanne, you've won pies from the famous Norsky Nook and tasty libations from the Northwoods Brew Pub and Grill, now located yeah. just down the road in Osseo, along with some unique items of art from Tangled up in Hue, an art collective located in downtown Eau Claire, featuring handmade art, jewelry, and accessories. Congratulations to both of you. Don't we get to go for the whole kibasa? Yes, on a future show. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Rump's Butcher Shop. You gotta like a butcher that's called Rump's. It's in Altoona, you know about it. Joining us here is Bob Adrian from, uh, from Rumps, and he's also got the new at the airport now. He's got a, a place out there. Where is Bob? Where is Bob? Hey, Bob, come on out here. What a nice plate. Is this just for me? Yeah. How are you? Good, how are you? Nice uh, to meet you. You must be really busy. Thank you for taking time out. What would you be normally doing on Saturday morning? Are you grinding sausage or you no we, don't, we mostly just serve customers on saturday not yeah. not a lot of production yeah when does the production happen all week all week yeah yeah we're gonna actually start opening on mondays because we can't keep up with the production oh yeah <laughs> i loved it in the paper they talked about it, and local meat featuring local meat on what do you know so this is all <laughs> local is this local meat now is this to this meat live around here <laughs> yep the <laughs> We make all the snack stick at, at the shop there. The cheese curds are from uh, Legrander's. Uh, they're mm. over in uh, uh, Stanley. Oh, man. So this, this one with a toothpick is habanero, so that's, that's a pretty spicy one there. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> nah. <laughs> eat, eat all of them. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean, nah. <laughs> Has this been a family uh, profession for you, or...? Uh, not, not professionally, no. no. We, we've been making sausage since I was a teenager, and then um, I, I hooked up with uh, Dan Holliker, who's the... Who's the <laughs> is that a little hot? No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, 
<laughs> Good though. He, he's he's the he's the main the main butcher over at the shop, and, yeah. and then him and I just got together, and you know we worked real hard to yeah. come up with some some great recipes. And so yeah. this is yeah. What do we got here? Oh, this is uh, pulled pork that we do at the shop. Ooh, pulled pork. Go ahead, John. Oh, I was okay, okay, go ahead. John just can't wait to and get we have in a there. Couple <laughs> a couple of different uh, sauces there. He's been like this for 30 years. <laughs> Hungry. Yeah, take, go ahead. Do you mind if we just do this while you're... <laughs> uh, but learning the skills. How did you learn your skills? Well, again, I, I have a sausage-making background from my stepdad. Um, yeah. But Dan, Dan's the butcher. He, I mean, I don't, I don't have the skills that he yeah. has in, in that in that set. But uh, that's a good combination. He does yes. the butchering, butchering, and you do the sausage making. Well, really, those guys do most of everything there, and I, I'm kind of behind the scenes, you know. Yeah, uh, they're taking all the credit. <laughs> and now I got the restaurant out of the, the, the. How's that working out? That's been pretty incredible already. We've haven't been open quite two weeks yet, and uh, it's been been real busy. The community seems to be. Jumping behind that as well, yeah. and uh, that's Chippewa uh, Valley. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But we're yeah. getting customers from from you know. The I mean, south the airport. It's called the Chippewa Valley. Chippewa Valley Regional Airport. Regional yeah. Airport. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So people are going to the airport now. <laughs> what is it? I don't know what they said. Oh, on the north side, I think it said. Okay, and people are going there, and they're not going anywhere. They're just going there to eat. Now it's a destination. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we'll we'll definitely have to um, rely on the the community to support us. The airport um, mm. traffic is is not here. Moving. Take the whole thing, John. I'm sorry. I'm trying to concentrate here. John's just here for the food. No, pretty much. Thirty years of feeding the guy. Yeah. <laughs> And you do like uh, uh, hunters and, and so forth can bring their uh, venison. Yep. Venison and uh, yep, we just made actually we just made some bacon out of uh, pheasant. They just they just wrapped that up today. How is that possible, wow. even? You grind grind it up. You make like basically kind of like a big meatloaf, and then you smoke that. And then after you cool it down, you can slice slice it. Yeah, this is a labor of love. It seems like for you. Yeah, and and again, uh, I wouldn't be able to do. Any of it without the guy, you know, with all, all the other guys and the crew that we have, and everyone that's you know surrounding both businesses. Yeah, you know. So. And it, is all your is your family uh, involved in it too as well? No, just just Kara, yeah. uh, my fiance there. Yeah. So um, otherwise, my stepdad, he was a big inspiration, and he's the one who got me into sausage making in the first place. Yeah. You know, so you know he's is, not is, involved is, at the shop. But is it hard to find a girl who likes to grind sausage? <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> Good, good thing she grew up on a farm. <laughs> well, it's wonderful. It's unbelievably tasty. I wish I could transfer some of that. We'll pass it around here so you'll get a chance if John leaves any. But it's, <laughs> it's made in its uh, Rump's Butcher Shop in Altoona. And Al uh, Altoona, best known for what? The rail it was a railroad Correct. stop. John! <laughs> Are you done? You sure you don't need some sauce for that sandwich? You got the sandwich, too? You guys want it? Oh, you got one. <laughs> Entire band is eating the pulled pork here sandwiches. Thank you so much, Bob. Very nice yeah. to meet you. We want to spread the word on, on Altoona's place to go. And while you're here, go to the airport. Get the best meal you ever had at an airport, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks Thank very much. Bob Adrian, Rump's Butcher Shop in Altoona and Hangar 54 at the airport. Hey, I want to thank everyone for having us here. It's been very special for me, obviously, for a lot of reasons, but most of all because it's with you. Because I, I love the audiences up here. Everyone's been so kind to me, and I 
don't want to break up here right now, but thank you so much, Eau Claire, and everybody who's come to see us all these years and today. Thank you all. We have the band. John and Jeff, Mitch on the drums. Stephanie Lee, most definitely, and myself. Thank you so much. Michael Feldman's What He Knows, produced at Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international. This show was produced by Chris Myshock and Adam Friedrich, with assistance from Lyle Anderson, Kelly Osborne, and Diana Cook. Technical director Tom Blaine, with assistance from Brad Kohlberg and Aubrey Ralph. PRI, Public Radio International.